This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, one more segment to go. Hope you enjoyed our little free agency breakdown thus far throughout the NFL as well as New England. But it's time to get into the at six rings pod mailbag. All right, Andy, we put the call out to the Foxborough faithful, the Pats people and beyond. We were looking for their questions uh, that we could provide rapid fire answers to. So you put out the tweet. I retweeted it. And we got a lot of questions. We got about 10, 12 minutes to race through all of them. So here we go. On your marks, get set. At Warren Lads, WLAD73, our pal from the UK Patriots fan club. Do you think a big move is coming or has the modern way passed Belichick by? That's an interesting either or. Do I have mm-hmm. to actually pick one of those? Because I do not think a big move is coming. Um, I know people are trying to talk themselves into OBJ or maybe there's a trade. I guess Jerry Judy, like different things that would be considered big moves. Um, I'm not sold that's necessarily going to happen. I also am not necessarily sold that the game has passed Bill by. Um, mm-hmm. Do I still think he is inherently an economics major out of Wesleyan? Do I think that holds him back at times? Is he a little too frugal? Is he? I do think that's a part of it in a world where the Rams and different teams go all in and spend money and do like all of that. Um, so it's in the middle somewhere. And by the way, Warren, uh, looks like you're having a tremendous vacation in Rio and South America and yeah. enjoying yourself quite well down there based on social media. And hopefully we'll see our old pal Warren and some of the UK Patriots in Germany this fall as well. Thanks for the question, laddie. Chad Foster uh, at Chad F. Martin. Do you think the Juju Smith-Schuster signing would have been met with less vitriol if they'd signed someone like D-Hop or OBJ first? I'm on board with a Myers upgrade, but Juju as a number one doesn't give me good feelings. Yes. If they had done both of those things, we talked about it. The, the first thing you think of is Juju is when he's the two, he's pretty good. When he's the one, he's not as good. When he has an all-pro Hall of Fame talent with him, he can definitely be second fiddle. Mm-hmm. Can he be first fiddle? Maybe you're going to find out. We'll see. Maybe one of those other moves was will still be uh, coming. But I do think it would be received differently. Also would be received differently, I think, if if the Myers contract had not been so easy to sign. If You you could have signed both of them if you wanted. I think that might have been received differently. Like There's a lot Ooh, of ways that, it could have been received differently. That would have been interesting if you decided to go with a Myers-Juju bookend. And then we'd be here like, oh, now you got two number twos on the outside. Oh, if you combine the two of them, I'd rather have a legitimate num- high-priced number one. Yeah. We'd be going down a different road here. Um Okay, interesting question. Uh, next, uh, here's one. Uh, Stephen Cobb is Ty Montgomery still on the roster, and do you? Th- if so, can we expect anything from him? He is still on the roster. Uh, I happen to think the James Robinson addition probably pushes him off the roster. Now, who knows? Injuries and you know things play out in training camp and competition. He looked pretty good last year, but you also have to remember. It's been a long, long time since he was really a productive, contributing, 
NFL playmaker on offense. Um, so I, I think Robinson takes his roster spot. At Matt underscore Murden. Now that we've signed Juju, yes, Murden was the case that they gave me. Now that we've signed Juju, do you think we try to acquire another receiver? Uh, by the looks, it seems like we're out on D-Hop and Judy. Uh, editorial note, uh, word, rumors, and such were that the Broncos were looking for at least a first-round pick for Jerry Judy. I'd probably pay it. That's an editorial note. Uh, what do you think? What do you think the Pats are looking at for additional wide receiver help? Uh, well, the the rumored interest on OBJ or the or the legitimate interest because they mm -hmm. were at his workout yep. where they're willing to go. These mm -hmm. rumors that he's still looking around twenty twenty million dollars a year. Nuts is nuts. And but I don't fault an agent for putting that out there because maybe sure. somebody pays it. Like, oh shoot, yeah. you said yes. <laughs> oh great, uh, we never thought anybody would be that dumb. Um, do you like? So I'll turn this around on you. Let's both like. Do you think there is a bigger veteran wide receiver move coming? At this point now, I don't. I don't either. I think there I, may I be really a don't. First or second round wide receiver pick coming. I still think that's a possibility. Whether it's Zay Flowers, there's a bunch of slot guys available in the middle of the draft. So how would you feel possible. if they took your 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 guy? Maybe they don't get your guy, Hendon Hooker, Hendon Hooker. Hooker. But what if they get his guy Hyatt? Like I, I think that kid's that. got high upside in the second he, he, round. He definitely has upside. And I think there's a lot of upside wide receivers in the second day, um, mm -hmm. which is part of why, as much as I love Zay Flowers, I just don't know that it's good value to take Zay Flowers in the first round, given your other needs and opportunities mm -hmm. and all that, when I do think there are some decent... The problem is, are any of them the guy? We're still looking for the guy. We're still looking for Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill, the guy no. who changes everything. No, between Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, Jackson Smith Injaba, I think your top three wide receivers, even Quentin Johnson out of TCU, they're all good guys, but I don't believe they are the guy. But doesn't history tell us probably one of them is? Yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and find out. I would Pick love the right one. Hyde well, the Tennessee. Patriots always nail wide receiver picks, so they'll get the right one. Oh, was that necessary? Yes, it was. Did you That's see Tyquan Thornton put on some weight? He did. I I, I love that. All, all those workouts he's been getting in with future Patriots Hall of Famer uh, Bailey Zappi as well. Patriots Elite News at RSS Feed Patriots. Any updates on tight end Mike Kosicki? There was a bit of a stir Wednesday night when word leaked out that Mac Jones out of nowhere decided to follow uh, Dolphins tight end or free agent tight end Mike Kosicki on social media. And then Mike Kosicki followed the New England Patriots. Now, normally... Football players don't start following the New England Patriots. As a matter of fact, they are loath to talk about in any complimentary fashion the New England Patriots, let alone follow them on social media, unless they're likely to be intertwined, entangled, or employed by them. Mike Kosicki never actually played for Bill O'Brien at Penn State, but he was recruited to go play at Penn State by Bill O'Brien. So there's a bit of a connection. Now there's obviously familiarity between Bill Belichick and the Patriots and Kosicki. Gesicki's been a bit of a Patriots killer because he played five years with the Dolphins. And the aforementioned Christian Fourier has said time and again that he believes he still has potential galore to be tapped into because he could jump out the building. And he also does a worse gritty than Mac. Your thoughts? And they they need a tight end. They yeah. removed Jonu Smith, whatever you think of him, from the depth chart. They need at least one tight end. I would like the Gesicki signing now. I don't know what his open market value is. I don't know how much you're going to have to pay him. I think he'd be a really nice addition 
to Bill O'Brien's sort of toolbox and the ability to put mm-hmm. a lot of different formations on the field, personnel groups, um, as you divvy this out. Because as much as we sleep on guys, let's say Ramondre Stevenson, let's say James Robinson, hell, let's say Pierre Strong has a strong sophomore season, does some good things. Tyquan Thornton, like there's a lot of different potential mixes and matches of personnel. And I think Gasicki yes. would be really nice in there depending on what the value is. If you have to overpay to get him, do I think he's the transformational player we just talked about? No, I do not Mm -hmm. think he's the transformational player we just talked about. He'd be a nice addition to the toolbox. Yes, if if we're talking like a three-year deal for $7 million a year, I'm fine. If we're looking at another one of these Hunter Henry, John O. Smith deals, outbidding the competition, hell no. That's way too much money. But could could he be a very productive player in New England? Oh, hell yeah, he could. Uh, Buckley's at Buckley stuff thoughts on getting Braxton Berrios back in Foxborough. Uh, sure. Uh, camp body, uh, upside body. Uh, I kind of like the idea that let's say we're right. Let's say we're right about Marcus Jones and they want to make him a full-time offensive player, even though he says he doesn't want to be that Berrios could take some of the return load off of Marcus Jones's plate, be an extra guy in the passing game, or you could just cut him like, I would not mind him as a camp body, a third tier signing to fill out the depth chart. We've talked about this, the the Christian Wilkerson's, the Trey Nixon's. You're going to fill out a wide receiver depth chart. If you have Braxton Berrios in that mix, I don't hate it. Got a couple more for you here. Um, uh, at Dynasty Driven, what the hell are they doing? Um, well, they're doing value-based signings in an attempt to add uh, depth of talent to their roster. How's hey. that go? Very good. Uh, at any Patriots talk one, do you think Bourne or Parker are locks to make the team? No, I do not think they're locks to make the team. Uh, they're trending in the right direction. Would it surprise, would it shock me if both were cut? Yes. Would it surprise me if one was cut? No. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It would, it would very much surprise me, but I would put a lot of guys is Trent Brown, a lock to make the team. Uh, lock. No, I think it, pretty damn certain he's gonna make the team i mean he's got a high cap his i believe his cap figure is 12 million on the team and 1.2 dead if he's off the team so if you drafted a tackle at 14 and he's the starting left tackle and you get riley reef to play right the most certain proof that bill belichick does have a grudge against and is exhausted by mac jones would be trotting out calvin anderson and riley reef as your starting tackles to get this guy myrtleized i'll see great run no, I think Trent Brown is kind of a lock. Okay. I don't know Joel if any of them from, are locks. Joel from Hull at Joel Shapiro 20. Do you think the Patriots should pick up a middle linebacker via trade or free agency? Uh, I don't think. Because there is rumor, Andy, that uh, the Patriots are to be in touch with uh, linebacker Nicholas Morrow. They've been in touch with from Chicago. Chicago signed a couple of high price. They got TJ Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, and Andrew Van Ginkle. Yeah, from Miami. Now they brought in David Long from the Titans, who football hardos love. But the football hardos also love Andrew Van Ginkle. Yeah, who, I, who doesn't love a Van Ginkle in Foxborough? I first of all, I love the first name. I love the mm-hmm. last name, oh. and I love linebackers. So he's an athletic young linebacker that can play some special teams that would mm-hmm. add to the mix. I don't, I don't hate that idea. So give me a discount, Kiko Alonso, Andrew Van Ginkle. Right. Like I, I'm I'll all for it. it. I'll all for it. it. Uh, again, I don't know how much he's asking for. I don't know what the market. I don't want to pay him a ton, but need another pick- van linebacker with a van in the, you know, he always takes off and off. has his best career time with the Patriots and he has long Love hair. It. Uh, yeah, exactly. Looks like our 
Am I down with AVG? Yes, you know me. I think we got one more question. Oh, here we go. We got to end on the big question. Uh, at Sridic, S-R-Y-I-D-C. Don't know what that an acronym for, but that's all right. What's the best flavor of Pop-Tart? I'll start unfrosted blueberry. Uh, isn't it frosted cinnamon? Uh, oh, you like frosted cinnamon? Yeah. I I got to be honest. I love s'mores. The s'mores Pop-Tart is excellent. Well, I also, can we start with... Frosted as, strawberry, though. Oh, for as bad as they are for you, they're overrated. Like, not never been a real big pop tart. I used to eat a lot of pop tarts. That's why mm -hmm. I was fat, Andy. There's no doubt yes. about that. But as like, did I as well. The edges suck. Like they're the, a the, waste. They're like the crust on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You, you gotta if you're a true fat kid, you you get rid of them. You Andy. Like, now I know you're a PB and J guy, and I also ooh, I I celebrate yeah. the entire. You are the PB and J guy that doesn't play in the NBA or, or is in not in fourth grade. Maybe you're still in fourth grade forever. I love any and all variations of a peanut butter sandwich on its own on toast to start the day. Peanut butter, banana. I do peanut butter with bread and butter pickles. That's a Midwestern delight. Don't knock it till you try it. PB and J peanut butter with hot honey is also amazing. But I think I've seen you have this before. And here's a little hack for everyone at home. Don't use traditional crusted bread. You get like the nice, like sandwich roll. Oh, like yeah. I think uh, like a, a potato, like a potato bun with a PB and J. A potato Chef's hamburger bun, PB&J, is phenomenal. Goat. Absolutely. Go-to go snack sandwich on the fly. Good energy. A couple apple slices. There we it, go. I don't like that noise. Can you not do that ever again oh. while I'm on the podcast? <laughs> on the podcast. That's Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, can, you, can you not? <laughs> do that in your own time. Um, yeah, and, and the best thing about them is if you buy the big package of rolls and have oh. burgers with the family, usually there's yep. like a couple left over. Those yes. are the sandwiches, the PB&J sandwich opportunities mm -hmm. for the rest of that week. So you don't waste the leftover hamburger rolls because we're not having hamburgers again for a week and or whatever. They don't stale up, and next thing you know, it's like, ah, what's these, right. th these three hard buns here? And you're, and then exactly. Andy yells across to Mrs. Hart, like, I've got two hard buns for what you right here. third hard bun? And, and then she's... <laughs> And then I don't care if you got three hard buns and one ass cheek, I'll still beat your ass. Uh, and it just turns into a whole fracas. So yes. Um, answer to your question. My personal favorite, if I had only one pop tart, I would go frosted strawberry, unfrosted blueberry. Eh, just make a PB and J. Why would you want it unfrosted at all? I don't get, I didn't, didn't. That's a terrible Mike, idea. Mike Giardi outed himself as a serial killer of one of our shows. Cause I think he said that he likes unfrosted pop tarts too. That's weird. Yeah. Well, and he is too. Good point. Yeah, but he also stays very fit and handsome. I was going to so say, but he's also like my body is a temple kind of guy and you're eating Pop-Tarts any level. Oh, is that one of those things where if it's not frosted, it's like it's the healthier version? <laughs> I had eggnog, but I cut it with a little milk, so it's not as bad for me. Yeah, I had a I had a Sunday, but I eschewed the hot fudge. Okay, so you still had a here. giant bowl of Pop off. I don't care exactly. what you do. You put lettuce on, it's still a Pop-Tart. And coming in just under an hour, three great segments, two knucklehead hosts, one awesome podcast. Thank you guys for listening to Six Rings and Football Things. We really appreciate all your mailbag questions you funneled into at Jumbo Heart, at Six Rings Pod, and at Fitzy GFY. Keep the questions coming. Starting next week, you'll have a heavy and regular dose of Andy and Fitzy on the broadcast waves as we take turns filling in for Andy Gresh on the midday program with our buddy and resident bozo Christian Fourier. You'll also have, oh, come on. It's just fun. We're busting footballs here, people. Uh, we'll have some six rings and football things pods and the debut of six rings and prospect things where Hart 
And Shime, two-thirds of the radio Voltron that is Shartzy, will be bringing you regular positional breakdowns of prospects you need to get familiar with in the upcoming NFL draft. Great job, as always, producer Justin Turpin. Brought to you by WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. For Fitzy, for Hart, this is Six Rings and Football Things. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Good day. God bless. And as always, go Pats. See you.